Hey everyone, welcome to episode 4 of Yogi in a Trap. I'm Chantel, your yoga teacher, where yoga is for everybody. So I'm really excited today um, about our topic. We are going to discuss the sound and simple um, and we're also going to talk about the Women of Color Healing Retreat. Um, these two things I think go together. It's a really great topic. We should have a really great time discussing it. I'm going to give my perspective on both and especially for the sound and symbolism of OM and how I teach that and you know how I incorporate it in class. We're going to talk about that. And then the Women of Color Healing Retreat that has um, raised some headlines recently. So I think it really is great dialogue, especially here. I don't know if there's any other african-american podcast on here but to get my perspective i'm you know i'm excited so get ready and remember you know share this out friends but let me get right into it hey everyone yes so today i i've actually been holding this topic for a while the sound of ohm and the symbol of ohm and as you know i don't like to get too much into the philosophy i think it's more important to help people understand it especially with me teaching beginner level students and my goal is to diversify yoga and have an open dialogue and help people understand things so they feel more comfortable in class they feel more comfortable attending and you feel prepared so that's really my really like my the thing I want to accomplish with this podcast so um we're going to talk about om which is a mantra a sacred sound um, the most sacred sound you really can't define it define it when people are like well what does it mean you know because it's everything it's really that simple om is everything and you'll hear it chanted in the beginning of class and in the end of a practice um, it's usually done in three and you're how can I say like you're is usually done in three and well I learned this actually from taking a class and from a teacher when I was recording it so you guys can hear it you know the first ohm when chanted in three you know is not as loud and as vibratious vibratious that's not a word it doesn't vibrate as high as when you get to the end of class I learned that and I was like wow when you're actually an observer of it you get to see you know, I never really paid attention. I just know I only paid attention to my own space. But when my teacher called it out when I was taking a class, she was like, oh, man, I wish I would have got you to record the ending one because that one's usually more vibrant and at a higher frequency because everyone has gone through their practice. So they received everything they needed or either let go what they needed in class and they're able to vibrate higher so yeah I I, I will do it home during this podcast but I also recorded one which I'll let you hear at the end of the podcast and um, get a feel for what it's like if you have never been to a studio where they open up with ohm and they'll usually end with the ohm um, so yeah, ohm, ohm, and ohm is a sound in a symbol. 
the sound carries the vibration through the universe and like I said it's normally like before or after a practice you can hear it um after a mantra before after a mantra a prayer text sanskrit or anytime a teacher recites something um, teachers will have you repeat it three times which corresponds with the three elements so i'll give you an example so i'm going to chant it like right now once so when you go oh so you would say it as om as it's spelled in the English language that vibration isn't as high but when you say it as AUM as it is in the Sanskrit sound where it blends the two vowels the AU and then the um, the M and then at the end there's this little silence and there's this vibration on your tongue it actually is a higher vibration and it lasts longer and you can feel the tickle of the m so it's coming from your sacred sacred your your sacrum all the way up to the tingles of your tongue so i'll do it as in sanskrit now with the au and you can hear the difference um, Now, you see, that was like a huge, huge difference in the sound. So, yeah, that is basically the sound of Alm. And it's really, it's really, I want people to feel more comfortable with it. And if you don't understand it, you don't do it. You know, if you haven't reached that state, then you don't do it. You know, and for me, what I've learned about opening with the class of ohm and ending with the class if it doesn't work in the opening i'm not going to do it in the ending um and i also found that if i'm just teaching random classes in the community i'm not going to do it also if i'm teaching a class in a yoga studio i would do it because i think they're more familiar with the sound and i've tried it twice in the community both of them was a fail <laughs> to be honest and um and just recently I actually tried it because I wanted to make sure my mind was fresh I wanted to know what it feels like when it fails in the community like not out when I say in the community meaning outside the yoga studio not in the yoga community so I wanted to I wanted to have a fresh sense of what it felt like to guide your students into OM and what the participation level was like and I feel more like too I've also tried it in a therapy session at a group where I wanted them to feel the vibrations of each other and knowing how that you are um, you hold everything within you that you need to get out like you are that vibration and learning how to be quiet and with themselves and then moving throughout your practice which is you know throughout your day and then executing those things and then you're ending again with silence so that's how I think of my yoga practice as you know vibrating setting the tone then I'm able to move throughout my practice or move throughout my day and then I come back again into that silent mode and that's that that's just how it is and like listen God is in everything God is in all of us and ohm is that vibration throughout the universe now the symbol 
of Om. This is um, it, it's a it's a threefold the same exact thing. So A is the walking state. U is the dream state. M is the deep sleep. And then you know again that's that there's that silence. So that's that A U M um and you know there's three there's three curves i don't know it's i guess it's really it's hard to describe it but i'm pretty sure you've seen it it looks like an e and then there's another curve within the middle and then there's a semi curve and then there's a dot that represents the aum you know so that's the ohm symbol and i don't think a lot of people a lot of people are familiar with the sound but they might not be familiar with the symbol if you're outside the community people just think you know oh, it's like a cool little symbol no it's deeper than that that is the symbol of ohm and yeah so i really hope that um really explained it i'm trying to not to get too deep into it but really just give you a base the basic information that I wish I knew about it beforehand and really hope somebody help somebody come into class with an open mind and an open heart and it's just like when you go to church if you don't understand communion you don't take it if you go into yoga class because wait and let me just say yoga is not a religion so but um, if you go into a yoga class if you don't understand the om the sound the symbolism of it then you just don't repeat it you hold your own mantra which mantras will be a separate discussion um a, a different episode on what a mantra is but this is you hold you hold a different mantra you hold something within you that you are comfortable with and then you go from there because um, it's basically what I do <laughs> but like I said I welcome everyone into my class this is why yoga is for everybody and you understand how to navigate in class and how to make it something comfortable for you and be in a meditative state and enjoy your practice and get on your mat because that's important that's so important all right so the next thing we are going to dive into is the women of color healing retreat Oh my gosh, you guys, when I saw the headline about a retreat that's not open for everyone, let me tell you, at first, being a person who is all about diversity and inclusion, um, I was like, oh gosh, here we go again with this. And then experiencing spaces that are there are spaces that are only open to white women you know and although they don't say it when someone like me enters the room it's a shock you know or they may not want me inserted in whatever their practice is or may be so um i believe the women of color healing retreat is an amazing space for uh black women because one it's inserting them into wellness into a yoga practice where they feel comfortable i know a lot of african-american women who do not take yoga because they are not comfortable and i think with um white women in america have to also i we don't honestly we don't have to explain this but we, i because i want there to be an understanding what you have to understand is 
like for me, I didn't grow up with a yoga practice. I grew up with a white Jesus in the church as my thing, you know, that's what I grew up with. So as a black woman coming into a yoga class, seeing statues, hearing people chant, watching, moving your body in a way, and then resting, taking care of yourself, all this is new. We are not familiar with this whole kind of culture, you know, and even though this is not a white American culture, you know, but it being coming over to the Western, you know, that's a whole nother thing. We're not familiar with that. So some women just can't jump into it and be all in it. And then there's some white women who don't want someone who looks like me inserting themselves into their practice. I mean, I've experienced things even to the point where I wanted to become a yoga teacher. And I used to go to a yoga studio, which has two owners and um, one, I'm familiar with one, more familiar with one of the owners than the other. So in this particular time, I was telling the other owner who I wasn't familiar with, you know, that I wanted to um, become a yoga teacher. And, you know, she, you know, brushed me off a little bit. And there was another white girl who, I've seen her at class a couple of times as well. She put her over to the side and was like, you know, we got spots for you. And I was like, oh, okay, so ain't no spot for me. That's okay. <laughs> so then, you know, I did stop going to that studio um, after that instance, not because they didn't want me to be, um, they didn't want to teach me yoga. They could have probably just felt I wasn't qualified, but there was a different way of saying that, like, oh, you know, come to a little more classes, you know, we'll, we'll pull you in and get you more up to date and caught. But I don't think that was the case. Um, but I started, you know, looking for another studio. And then um, I stumbled upon um, a studio here in Buffalo called East Meets West. I just started taking classes. I wasn't looking for a teacher training at the time. I just wanted to find a space that I felt comfortable in. And I felt very welcome there. And just so happened, I want to say this was, they were starting up another teacher training program. This was actually their second one and I enrolled and the teacher she was so welcoming you know I was at because I had experienced something prior to that um I wasn't you know I was like eh, I don't know if I want to do this but I actually went ahead and did it and even entering that program I experienced something else you know what I mean and I think that there's as I'm forcing myself into this space of women and yes, they're going to be uncomfortable, you know. Um, I have another story that I won't tell on this one. I'll probably tell it when I interview my teacher, which you'll get that next episode. Um, but entering a space where people aren't familiar with someone who looks like you, like straight up, like I wear fro. I don't wear it all the time, but I wear it more frequently, more often than other people may be familiar with, you know that can be a shocker to someone you know and I don't know why because this is how my hair grows out of my head you know this is how I was born but that's a shocker to someone and even to the point where um, I wanted to volunteer and teach for another organization and you know I applied or whatever and you know they came back to me and was like oh we're gonna go with someone with a little more experience and who has a deeper resume but I was like you never asked me for my resume like how do you know what my resume looks like you know so I knew that was a bunch of crap 
but whatever. And it was like, oh, you know, we'll see you at a meeting. Blah, blah. It was just a bunch of crap. And what I honestly believe is they sent someone to my class to check it out. And it just wasn't with that person to their liking, you know. And um, everybody teach differently. And this was actually, I want to say, like a therapeutic class I wanted to teach. And I have a whole nother thing about that. But you know what? I just have to insert, force myself into that space, although I don't want to because I'm like over it. But it's just you can't let people be comfortable with not including you. Like you have to make these people uncomfortable because you deserve to be in that space just as well as anybody else. And this is why I teach throughout the community so I can get better. There, I don't teach in a yoga studio. I teach throughout the community. This is the not the only way I can practice in my house, but I have to practice with cueing people, you know. And um, I don't do it often because I don't want to be like a full-time full-time yoga teacher that's just something that I don't desire I desire more on working on my practice and myself first and then I can fully insert myself into the community but I also enjoy teaching when I go other places you know just letting other women know that you have options there's another way to really developing yourself and being calm like it's okay to take care of yourself so this is why the women of color healing retreats are important because there is no space for women who look like me to just be themselves and not be judged i walked into a room to teach with my bro and i literally saw this woman eyes go big and from that moment when she judged me i was reminded oh my gosh i am a black woman <laughs> you know because you know i walk in i'm like i'm a woman i'm a yoga teacher i just came to teach and my classes are very diverse but in this moment i was reminded that i am a black woman who does not look like her and this may be a problem with me teaching her from that moment i saw on her face that she had a problem with who i was and me um invite being in her space when really you were in my space <laughs> you know so that's just my opinion and why it's my opinion and my experience on why women of color healing retreats are important and you know i think they should definitely keep going and as a person who does retreats themselves like i invite everybody into my retreat because it's an all-inclusive healing um space for women and i also do one for men so um but i think that should be separate i separate men from women i do Yes, I do, because I think women should work on themselves and men should work on themselves. And then we come together collectively. But I just believe that working on yourself is a process and it takes time and inserting myself into these situations and experiencing these things. I'm going to keep doing it because, again, we representation is important. So I hope that this helps someone and I hope that it encourages you to go to class and it doesn't discourage you from going because not everyone holds you know th these views and i think that the yoga community is more welcoming than people think um and yes as a black woman you may ex experience have a different experience um than a white woman would in class um but just go you know you're going to get something for yourself and 
don't worry about the next you see it you you are going to see it if you do experience it but don't let that um don't let that stop you from getting what you need in order to move forward in life and I've had one experience where it kind of threw me off you know as far as like teaching but it's not gonna stop me from teaching you know I just more prepared the first time I experienced now I'm like more prepared how to handle that situation you know I'm now I know you know what I need in order to prepare myself to teach someone who may not be used to a teacher who looks like me although a teaching is not based on your looks is your your teaching is based on being able to listen to the sound of your teacher's voice and follow the path that they're leading you in every posture and pose or asana however you want to say it oh yeah that's my experience you guys i hope that you enjoyed this session and that you understand um a little better and like I said I recorded one of my classes and I want you to listen to it and feel that vibration and sit on it and practice on it and now when you go to class you are more equipped to if the mantra is asked to be recited before or after or during um class Start backwards with three arms. throughout the community you i have a facebook page i have an instagram page yogi in a trap if you love this podcast share it out please write me a review so other people can see it and we're on itunes i'm so excited about that soon we'll be launching our website hopefully um i gotta you know raise some funds for that <laughs> and remember that yoga is for everybody and i'll talk to you soon peace